It's 2024, and it's a Saturday night main event. Welcome to the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. I'm joined by the reputable and highly distinguished political analyst, cultural analyst, analyst and religious analyst, Eric Wright. Well, you know, I do uh, a lot more than I would have thought. You're a jack of many <clears throat> trades. I sure am. <laughs> and boy, what a big year, 2024. It's shaping up to be a blockbuster year. Yeah. In one way or another, I suppose. I would say maybe more of a ball-busting year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes, well, welcome back to the show, everyone. We've got a lot to talk about. I think what you may have been alluding to is the 2024 presidential election. Indeed. And the Iowa caucuses have have started. The primaries have started. The election has started. So we'll talk about that. Talk about Joe Biden, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Uh-huh. The slug Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Judeo-Christian philosophy, Brother Nathaniel. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to revisit, because I've been struggling with this, we're going to revisit gay for pay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also talk about transgenders, Dick Morris. (laughs) Not that Dick Morris is transgender, but... (laughs) And maybe some NFL too, so lots of good stuff. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear about why you've been struggling with Gabe for pay. <laughs> uh, well, it's a common theme in our society now. So, <laughs> Well, Garrick, last week was the Iowa caucus. It was the start of the 2024, officially the campaign. And really, it was no surprise Donald Trump had an easy victory. He beat Ron DeSantis by more than 30 points. Um... What happened to Ron DeSantis? I mean, last year, he was kind of the king of the castle. It looked like he might be the guy, and it just collapsed for him. I mean, it just... Yeah, I think... I do think that Donald Trump has a very strong base of support. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, you know, some of his supporters are, are you know... I don't know. It's, uh, he he literally could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and they wouldn't say anything. Uh, and you know, so so uh, there's that. And you know, I think I think with Ron, you know, it's 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 a lot of. I I do think that his his supporters would vote for Trump. So I I don't know that it's really so much that his support is being broken up by other people mm-hmm. in the race but that might help it you know if, if it were just the two of them going head to head i i do wonder how DeSantis would fare but mm-hmm. and you know the other thing is is that iowa that was a very cold day that that happened <laughs> it very was very snow day <laughs> snowy day and you know it, it's kind of hard to i i assume that there was some suppression of voting of turnout and my understanding is that the media calling it so quickly for 
Trump, you know, with, with something like a, a caucus where people are still, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of thing. It's weird, but people still had time to make a decision and all that. Right. And then, you know, you have, I, I think what should be illegal is these, you know, CNN calling it for yeah. whoever yeah. and basically taking the wind out of the sails <clears throat> of, yeah. for other opponents. Yeah. So, you know, I think a factor of all of those. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, what's the red line? Because, you know, the, the counter argument was like, well, he was up by 30 points. I mean, what do you want us to do? Wait, how long do you want us to wait to call the race? You know, like, mm. but I, I agree. I, I don't think that the network should call it. I don't know. Maybe they should wait till half of the vote is in or 75%. I don't know. But yeah. Um, Iowa wasn't close. I think for DeSantis, there's two things that come to mind. Number one, once Trump was indicted, the party rallied around him. Mm. And all the attention was on Trump. It was almost like people didn't really care that much about what DeSantis had to say. Everyone was like, oh, Trump, and he was indicted, and what's going to happen, and all that. True. And then, you know, I didn't really watch too many town halls, but DeSantis, for some people, came off as pretty dry mm. and not particularly a big personality like Trump, so. Well, it's hard to match Trump. Yeah, well. <laughs> yes, that's a valid point. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen with Ron. He says he's going to stay in. I'm, I'm not sure why, unless he, I don't know. Some, I think some miracle is going to happen, but I think the, it's, it's the end for him, at least this time around. Yeah, I would think, yeah, I would think if Nikki Haley were to get out, you know, I, I, I suspect that the people who support her would not want Trump, even though DeSantis right. is probably more conservative. So, you know, that, I think yeah. that probably would end up helping him, but I'm certain that with the narcissism of Nikki Haley, that, uh, <laughs> she's kind of like a John Kasich. <laughs> yes. Well, why don't we talk about Nikki Haley? You had texted me... Huh. And you had mentioned, and I thought this too, I thought that she was Native American. Yeah. And she's not. Yeah, I think, I think that she, she's Indian. Correct. And so, like, as in the country of India. Right. And so I, I'm, like, going back over it, and I'm thinking, maybe what they must have said is Indian American. And I probably thought of it in terms of American Indian. Right, right, right. Even right. though that would be, you know, politically incorrect, but still, right. you know. So, and she doesn't really look Indian to me. Right. Um, I, I could see her being Native American. <laughs> <laughs> High cheekbones, I don't know. Oh, Garrett! <laughs> well, Elizabeth Warren said that that's why she <laughs> Nikki Haley's probably more American Indian than the... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think I am, too. Yeah, well, I didn't... So if I said someone was American Indian, would that be politically incorrect? Like, do you have to say Native American in order to be... Well, even now, I, you probably need to say indigenous people. <laughs> <laughs> indigenous people. Yeah. I, I can't I don't think that we've ever had a Native American politician except for Bill Richardson, right? Wasn't he Native American? On the oh, Democratic maybe. side? Yeah. He, or was he Hispanic? I think he was Hispanic. I don't think he was Native American. Yeah, I don't know. He was something. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I can't. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of anybody. I thought that there may have been like a, poli- a congressman that was that I remembered commenting on the floor of the House when the whole thing with the Washington Redskins was, mm-hmm. you know, coming boiling up. Um, but it could have just been some white, you know, <laughs> guy that thought that, you know, Democrat that wanted to get in on uh, the victim <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So Nikki Haley is, is Indian. Her real name is, I think, Nambia, N-A-M-B-I-A. It's not Nikki. Okay. But the last name I couldn't print well. I can't pronounce any real Indian names, I guess, but the last name was hard to pronounce. Yeah. So she transformed into Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she allegedly, of course, Trump, I guess now is calling her cheating Nikki because she's had multiple marital affairs, allegedly. Which is kind of funny for Trump. Yeah. Well, you, know. <laughs> you gotta give him credit though I mean, very little shame there <laughs> and uh, yeah and, and you know it reminds me of Mark Sanford yes yeah yeah the former governor of South Carolina that I think had some sort of affair with somebody in Argentina that's or, right that's right yeah yeah so it's yeah yeah some it, you know between that and the two I don't possibly homosexual or asexual <laughs> senators. That's <laughs> it, it's interesting, the uh, South Carolinian politician sexual perversion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was the state that was the first rebel state officially, so maybe that has yeah. something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But it's just to quickly go back to Native American, I've never been on a reservation, but I was talking with someone else and they said, whatever you do, never go to a, a reservation at night because yeah. it'll just be the, one of the more dangerous places you'll ever be. Yeah, well, you know, we have, we have one pretty close to us in Niagara County mm-hmm. and I've been on there a couple times, like when my mom would go there to buy cigarettes and gas gasoline for the car you know yeah. so I think that was in the high school time so I'll tell you what very very poor area yes. <laughs> that, the reservation and um, highly subsidized by the way yeah now I think that there are some reservations that are you know better taken care of right. but yeah I mean it, they I guess you know they're they're kind of their own nation. Yeah. So, you know, you're right. not going to have police helping you, and yeah, I, I would buy that. Can you imagine that? It's like you you think that the ghetto would be the worst place to be, and then yeah. it's like, oh no, this you know backwoods area reservation is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Now, if you committed a crime on a, a reservation, you would be under the jurisdiction of the tribe. I don't know. I, I don't know if they have their own jails or not. I don't think they do, but that could be quite the punishment. I think they just scalp you. I was going to say. <laughs> We're wow. just going to leave you out in the desert to die from thirst for 30 days, but yeah. It's... We're going to tie you up and let the crows eat your nuts. <laughs> I remember when uh, 
Ralph Bucky Phillips. Oh yeah, was on yeah, there, right? yeah. Wow, that's you know going back uh, seventeen years or so. Yeah, and yeah, he he was running all over you know Western New York, and he yeah he spent some time on the reservation. Yes, and the, the people of the reservation were helping him. Yeah, <laughs> well, so. yeah, the, he's our man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the the troopers couldn't go onto the reservation. Yeah, so uh, the the whole thing is so weird to me. It's like. You're, you're in our fucking country. <laughs> it was their country first, Garrick. Yeah, and who did they take it from? <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. They typically all killed each other, so... Yeah. Oh, no, they were peaceful people who <laughs> loved the land. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so Nikki Haley, we have the New Hampshire primary coming up. Trump, of course, in the polling is well ahead of Nikki Haley. The only thing that really bothers me is I still don't understand why 25% of Republican voters, quote-unquote Republican voters, would vote for her. I, I don't understand her appeal at all. Um, I mean, are there that many snobbish, well, I guess there are that many snobbish Republicans that are like, Nikki Haley, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know that there's an establishment and, you know, some of these other establishment folks, like Chris Christie, thankfully he never got off the ground. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so I, I guess of the establishment, I'd probably prefer her to anybody else. Yeah, I, I don't know. Supposedly she was decent as, a, as an ambassador. Of course, I don't know what constitutes that, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think I think she probably would be more than happy to get into some wars. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's always a contingent of people in the Republican Party that would like to go into war. Oh yes, there is. Yeah, I, I mean, I get all of that. I just I, I'm sort of thinking more of the voter, but I guess you're right. I mean, there's just enough people out there that like Nikki Haley and Bill Crystal and still say they're Republicans. So. <laughs> Bill Crystal. <Oops. laughs> I don't know if she's quite that bad, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, he's that's who he supports apparently. So. Oh wow. Well, okay. he actually he says he's a Democrat now. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but of the Republicans, that's who he would be most comfortable with. So. Yeah, well, I can understand that. <laughs> So that'll be on Tuesday. We'll expect another Trump victory. We'll see if everybody drops out or whether they keep going. But why don't we switch to the other side, Garrick? Uh, Joe Biden, I know last year when we talked about it, you felt Biden was not going to be the nominee. I still think he is. Talk of Michelle Obama. What do we think now as we are in 2024? You think he's going to be there or not? I, I don't think he's a corpse. I, I just don't <laughs> see how he could possibly... I think I'm not even sure if they can cheat enough to have him win. <laughs> I think they have to get rid of him. And you know, they, they play their own their games with the super delegates and all that. Yeah. I will say this whole thing with Michelle Obama, I I, I don't get this. I, I'm not she has nothing to recommend her for the job. <laughs> <clears throat> she was first lady, Garrick. 
She was first lady, and bef- yeah, she planted a, a vegetable garden at the oh, White House, oh, 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 and she told a bunch of fat kids to lose weight. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just, I don't see it. Like, at least, you know, Hillary Clinton was a senator, and, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, then she was secretary of state again. You know, it, it, I, I, you know, she was, she's... She's a schmuck. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough bad to say about it, but at least she had some credentials. And Donald Trump, I understand people might, not everybody's impressed by his, the way he runs business, but I mean, he was, he's been well known for decades and he's been successful. Right. And so, you know, he had, he had that going for him. She she hasn't done anything. We don't even know like what she did. <laughs> I, do we even know where she went to school? <laughs> Somewhere or, in Chicago, I think. <laughs> well, didn't she go to like Columbia? Yeah, or something? I think that's right. But we yeah. don't know what her her dissertation or whatever was on. I, I don't even yeah. know what degree she got. Like, I I literally I couldn't tell you anything about her that has. How would she have any? ideas about what to do with on geopolitical matters. So yeah. I I don't know. I I understand that they're, you know, liberals like her and all that, but no, I, I think you need somebody with uh, a history of and and somebody who, who can competently talk about the job, at least competently lie about how to do the job. <laughs> like a Gavin Newsom. I yeah. to me he's to me, he's the most reasonable person that they have on that side. And that's saying something. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> I would also say we don't know if Michelle Obama may have been born with a penis. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> yeah, was going to leave out that possibility. But um, she, her name might be Michael. We're not sure. <laughs> Jury's still out. And I, I, this is, I mean, I'm not really surprised by this, but... Remember that the personal chef of the Obamas died on their yeah. property. Yeah, yeah. And nobody cares, apparently. <laughs> nobody yeah. cares. I mean, do you imagine if Trump's personal chef died at Mar-a-Lago? I mean, yeah. Rachel Maddow would be planting her ass in a chair outside 24-7 <laughs> news coverage. Oh, my gosh. And I think that there was somebody else that, was, that died who was connected with them. And I... I remember hearing about, I think the, the chef of the Bushes also died in like some sort of surfing mm. accident. And it's like, boy, that's that's how they do this, huh? <laughs> Maybe they overhear things at dinner that they're not supposed to hear or something. Yeah, I can only... Yeah. That's all, you know, I mean, nothing touches the Clintons, of course. <laughs> They've known more suicidal <laughs> people than anybody ever. <laughs> Yeah, they have their system down pretty pat, so. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to get the media to lie for you. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I agree with you on Michelle Obama. I, I look at it, though, I'm saying, you know, people say, well, it's going to be Michelle Obama. I'm like, wait a second, though. That would mean that Jill Biden, the first lady, is going to say, well, you know, I'm okay with giving up power. You can, you can take it, Michelle. Like, I don't see that being true jill jill biden even if her husband's a demented corpse certainly (laughs) loves being in power or pretending to be in power and then the other thing is is that there's no chance in hell that hillary clinton 
is just going to sit there and let Michelle Obama be the nominee of the Democratic Party. I mean, Hillary Clinton is going to work like hell to make sure that she's the nominee if it's not Biden. Yeah, I never... I don't know, she just hasn't... She's really been under the radar for yeah. a while. So, yeah, it didn't even occur to me uh, that she might run again. Um, but don't worry, she wants to. <laughs> yeah. I know, I mean, it sounds crazy, and I agree with you, but until I see anything different, I'm still sticking with they're going to plot old Joe out there and not going to have him debate, not going to have him campaign. He'll have his scripted announcements, and they'll just try to use the mail-in ballots to win again. I think that's their plan. It could be. And, I mean, Donald Trump, he's... Of all the things that I think that we need to be thankful for is that he has basically gotten rid of the political debates. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was quite bad at it. <laughs> and I, so I don't think he's going to continue. Okay, uh, you're wrong about that. Everyone who watched the debate said I was the greatest debater ever. Okay. <laughs> you don't look like a very big man to me, but okay. And yeah, so I, I, I mean, I've felt for a long time that they are pretty much useless. But yeah, of course, don't tell that to the likes of Dick Morris. <laughs> <laughs> they love analyzing the debates. Only I'm one of a few people that won an election. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I could definitely see you know, Donald Trump is the nominee and then right. Biden doesn't have to, you know, go out and do a, a debate. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be a debate. Um Although, then again, I mean, Trump's pretty... Eh, he might actually say, I want a debate, because he knows that Donald, or, uh, Joe Biden is such a yeah. <laughs> slow corpse. <laughs> There's not, no other way to describe it. Well, the other thing, too, is the Democrats have said, well, Trump is, Trump is Hitler. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're going to debate Hitler? You know, like, you can't debate him now. Like, you've painted him in such a picture. Yeah, true. So, well, we'll see. We shall see. Months. It used to be years away. Now it's only months away. So exciting Boy. stuff. Well, something, Garrick, that probably was not exciting for the victims at the time is some of the names from Jeffrey Epstein's client list have started to leak out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the names on there was Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> or as you famously referred to him as the slug. Or would you call him the snail? One of those you call him. Oh, wow. That was pretty mean, huh? <laughs> Believe me, I wouldn't forget that. <laughs> I think you called him a slug. I'm pretty sure you called him a slug. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I guess he does kind of look, he did look like But that. I don't know if you heard, allegedly, how he got off Stephen Hawking. And I don't know if I believe this. It seems a little suspicious to me. But he got off, allegedly, on watching midgets struggle to do math problems. <laughs> That's what Stephen Hawking was into. <laughs> so if I get off on it, but that would be pretty entertaining. <laughs> I don't know how Jeffrey Epstein supplied that to him but I, <laughs> oh he has a lot of research <laughs> I, <guess so. laughs> I guess he goes to the circus and says hey can i borrow a few midgets to pretend to have a hard time doing math problems i don't <laughs> well most people have a hard time with math they don't have to pretend <laughs> so, so 
I'm going to put on the internet, like, if you're someone who's been sexually assaulted by Stephen Hawking, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't even know how Stephen Hawking would have sex. So, No, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have no, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So not the the full list hasn't come out. Most of the names we knew: Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew, and I think Michael Jackson, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I heard his name. There was some billionaire hedge funder or whatever. Yeah, I've never heard. Bill of. Gates, I believe, is on the list. Okay, but apparently, it's not actually the list. It's depositions giving and being released publicly from the trial. So. There's certain information that still hasn't been released, and the FBI has audio tapes that they have conveniently not released. Yeah. I I mean, I was kind of wondering, like, there aren't a lot of, you know, big celebrity names. Right. Like, David Copperfield was on there, (laughs) which is a little strange, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I need some other entertainment. Yeah, so we'll see if anything else comes out, but, of course, Bill is on there, Bill Clinton. Yeah, but we already knew that, so... He likes them young. <laughs> oh, God. But well, that's, a, that's the thing. Like, even the things that they offered up, like, you know, Bill Clinton, you know, oh, yeah, he likes them young. It's like young as in underage or young as in young adult. Like, you know, 20 right, right, something. Right, right. So even that has plausible deniability. So right. in the end, we didn't really find anything out. Right. Of, of use and yeah I mean even the things like that mentioned Stephen Hawking were I'm gonna say dubious uh, <laughs> someone must really hate Stephen Hawking although <laughs> come up with that rumor <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say like just the last thing on him like if you met like were with him like, wouldn't you feel like you had to be, like, overly polite and overly nice to him because of his handicaps? I mean, you can't uh, really say, hey, Stephen Hawking, you cocksucker, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, fuck you, go get your own drink, you know? Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that he was a big, well, he was a big atheist and kind of an arrogant asshole. Oh, all right. So I think it was kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't need to talk to you anymore. <laughs> You can't even talk. I, I can't even look at you. You look so weird. <laughs> he looks like a slug. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Garrick, one of our favorite topics is next, transgenderism. <laughs> so let me start with this first. I'll talk about this. It was an article I had sent you about a guy who's a bodybuilder who uh, also apparently came from a very Christian family, allegedly, <clears throat> that uh, is in a relationship with a transgender woman. <laughs> also a man and he claims that he's not gay <laughs> and the thing the reason I bring it up is when you look at the article and you look at the girl very attractive yeah yeah yeah. and so he's making the argument I'm attracted to the femininity right I, I was not attracted to a male like figure this person is clearly feminine there's no doubt about that oh <laughs> I yeah. mean look good looking well, and I could tell by the bikini that bottom surgery had been done. <laughs> I don't think there's tucking involved with that. 
which is kind of gross because even the fake vagina is still the scrotum. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and I think, you know, it, it, my understanding is that it, it can, you know, infection is a yeah. big thing and you have to keep stretching it out. But it sounds like the uh, guy is helping to take care of that, so. <laughs> so, of course, the easy answer here is no, you don't buy the idea that he's still straight. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 like, this is, this is its own category. I mean, this is, <laughs> what do you say about this? Transgender people are so weird. <laughs> I, They're just like you and I, Garrick. Yeah, except that they castrate themselves. <laughs> yeah, so I, I d- does the guy, d- does this guy still find other women attractive? I guess is probably, and he probably doesn't really, yeah, you know, doesn't really want a, somebody with a penis <laughs> and a beard and all that. So right. I, because he, he would say, listen, I'm not attracted to, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor, you know, <laughs> or I'm not attracted to Chris Christie, right? I'm attracted to this really good-looking blonde woman who used to be a guy, but I was, I'm attracted to the. The woman who's got boobs and the yeah yeah, yeah the uh, hair and everything. Yeah. You could have mentioned like a, a good looking man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim the Tool Man. T- <laughs> well, he's kind of old now, but all right, <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt. Well, he's old too. <laughs> um, he's not attracted to Josh Allen. How about that? Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. And you know my. Just from an outsider's point, I don't know a lot of transgender folks. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I know any, which is a blessing. I know a couple. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, but, you know, from observing from afar, it seems like the transgender, you know, the trans women are <clears throat> probably more feminine than actual women. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, in, in a sense, I guess that, he, he kind of mm-hmm. likes that sort of the gay bitch type of, <laughs> you know, type of yeah. person as yeah. opposed to a, an actual woman who, you know, yeah. might yeah uh, probably probably has a higher testosterone level than that <laughs> individual. Uh, yeah, it's... <sighs> it's still quite gross, though. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's kind of its own category. It... I, I mean, it's a perversion. It's yeah. It's I. I could. Oh, that's a, maybe a good. It's a sexual perversion. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, part of me wants to say, yeah, he's gay, but he. You could. You could really go down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> you could go down a rabbit hole, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Which is made with a scrotum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good <laughs> God. So last year, last year during one of the podcasts, I had given you the prison example, mm-hmm. which is if I was indicted and thrown into prison and, you know, I was jailed and I came out and I said, Garrick, I, I did what I had to do to survive. <laughs> Would I be gay? And I think your answer was just pray to God you don't ever go to prison. Which is, <laughs> which is fair enough. <laughs> but I would say that 
under those circumstances, I don't, I would, I don't, could you say someone is gay in that situation? I mean, I, I think not, well, no, not necessarily, but, you know, let's say you're in there for a few years and, you know, you've had to have yeah. plenty of sexual encounters. My guess is you'd, you would have had to, like, start convincing yourself that you enjoyed it yeah, okay. to the point yeah, right. that you do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, because if, no if for no other reason, there's a defense mechanism. Right. Like, if it was something that you just yeah. knew that you hated, I don't know that you could last for a long period of time doing that. That's probably right. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that happening. I, I guess the thing is, like, if you got out of prison... I guess you could say you'd be deprogrammed and just because you were forced to engage in homosexual activity, I think you could plausibly say it wasn't of my choice. And so therefore I'm not gay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I think I'm getting at here that maybe the answer to the question that I was having trouble with while I was trying to sleep is <laughs> <laughs> what determines someone's sexual identity is the intent <laughs> well, so in the legal terms here if you're so if you're in prison and you're forced to do these things even if you engage in homosexual activity against your will to survive i would not consider you gay but if you willingly of your own accord engage in homosexual activity that would make you gay mm, yeah um and so the final part here is the films that we watched Gay for Pay. That is all roads lead back <laughs> to Gay for Pay. <laughs> because they claimed that they were just doing it for money, that they were not doing it because they enjoyed it, they were doing it for money. And I don't think we bought that argument. I think we said, no, they were gay. Yeah, well, you know... But- couple of those they folks, did turn out gay yeah they they ended up you know yeah. seeing each other outside of the studio yeah yeah becoming gay yeah you know i i and hey you're you are doing it of your own accord <laughs> <laughs> this you're you're not I, I I understand that pays better than you know washing dishes but <laughs> It's, it's not like being in prison and, you know, you, you're just trying to, just trying to make it through. Right. You have choices. Right. Of course, as the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase would say, everybody has a price. Oh. And he would know better than us. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think his son is in prison, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, I know he was in trouble. I don't Was he sentenced to jail? I think maybe he was. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think that he had some issues. Ted DiBiase, he also is a pastor. Yeah, yeah. They they did say the what I I was looking this up kind of recently at this segue, but yeah, like actually a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and yeah, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yep. I know that he got into major legal issues for you know squandering money as a pastor yeah. and all that, but. I couldn't find anything on Ted DiBiase, you know, senior, which seems 
unlikely that he wouldn't be part of it, seeing as how I think they were both involved, you know. WWE people. Right, right, right. They're not the most stand-up folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. That's... But yeah, going back to gay for pay, you know, I I, I think that I, I aligned, I, I could understand the, the guy that we saw, you know, wanting to, to wanting the money, wanting to be able trying his hardest to get outside of himself, and he just said, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Right. And he walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that would be so awkward to be in that situation. So Yeah. The other guy was pissed. <laughs> He's costing me money. I also, like, one of the guys, like, he was dating a girl or allegedly dating a girl, and the girl, I guess, was okay with it, like, yeah, that always shocks me. Like, you would be in a relationship with someone who not only does porn but does gay porn. It's like, wow, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Then again, yeah, maybe she'd be more comfortable with the gay porn than you know regular porn. I don't know. Yeah, because at least it's with another dude and not a girl. Yeah. All right. Why don't we move on? To- <laughs> <laughs> As we get close to the end here of our topics, our friend, Brother Nathaniel. All right. He is talking about Judeo-Christian and what he believes is a falsified philosophy. Yeah. So this is about two minutes. Obviously, he speaks for himself. But then we'll play this and then we'll see what Garrick has to say about it. Hold on, let me get this to the right position. All right. And with Israel. Judeo-Christian is a recent invention, a ploy of Protestants in the 19th century to convert Jews to Christianity by giving them an easy meme to it. My rabbi disputed, what do we have in common with Christianity, he taught. How is there any conjunction with a religion that distorts our Tanakh to conjure up a false messiah? Christians, he said, use this phrase, Judeo-Christian, to give their false religion validity. Jewish partisans today find the phrase quite useful. Judeo-Christian serves to impose the notion that Judaism possesses the requisite root of Christianity. Rooted in Judaism, they say, Christianity must be subject to Judaic interpretations about Messiah, about Judaic outgrowth, about Judaic interpretations of history. This interpretation has already saturated the Latin church. It suddenly blames the Romans for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, though St. Peter in Acts chapter 2 blames the Jews. This interpretation has already saturated the Baptist church. Baptists still believe, in spite of the murder of Jesus Christ by the scribes and Pharisees and elders and Sadducees and the Jewish throng, in spite of St. Paul saying the branch is broken off and only a remnant of Jewish faithful enters the church until the second coming of Jesus Christ, in spite of the denunciation of the synagogue twice in the revelation of St. John, in spite of all this, the Baptists still believe the Jews are the chosen people. 
We must not think through the prism of preconceived and foreign ideas when reading Holy Writ. We must think through the prism of the church, the Orthodox Church. Right from the start, St. Ignatius, the God-bearer, writes, It's absurd to speak of Jesus Christ and to cherish a Judaism which has come to an end. For where there is Christianity, there cannot be Judaism. He's right. There are stark... All right, so that is Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> so, Garrick, what do you think? Judeo-Christian made up validity, no validity? I, I largely agree with what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've always heard this term, Judeo-Christian, particularly on Fox News. Yes, yes, they love the Judeo-Christian uh, <laughs> yes, philosophy. They, and Brother Nathaniel says that well, he claims it was a ploy used by the Protestant church 100 years ago to get Jews to convert. And nowadays, you know, the Jews use it to sneak in their interpretations and in saying that Christianity depends on Judaism. But it seems to me that he makes a good argument that you can't have Christianity with Judaism. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it would... I, I don't really know the history of the term, uh, so... I'll, let that go. Um, yeah. I, I do wonder if maybe the reestablishment of the state of Israel um, back in uh, was it the sixth? Was it the sixties or the forties? The nineteen forty-seven, I think. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I, I, I think probably especially since then, it's been a big thing that's used. Right. I understand it as a as you mentioned from Fox News. Like. <laughs> Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Bill O'Reilly talking about the culture war and all that and how yeah. this country was founded on Judeo-Christian philosophy, values and whatnot. And, and you know, I, I, I think that, you know, this idea of, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the Christians, obviously, they observe the Old and the New Testament, you know, as sacred. The Jews, they, they do, obs they, the Old Testament is sacred, but that's really not an, a, a proper, that's really not what they use as their religious to guide their religious system. It's more uh, done by the Talmud. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is another episode. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and uh, yeah, so the Jews today, have, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it is based on rabbinic teachings. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's really not an Old Testament as its foundation, I should say. And which, you know, makes some sense because the Old Testament, you know, you sacrificed goats and, mm -hmm. and you know, rams and yada yada to make atonement for sin. And they, you know, you don't, you don't see that anymore. And even in, for Orthodox churches or Orthodox synagogues. Hasidic Jews and whatever, right. all they do is they pray um, 
for, and that's, you know, covers their sin. And which is weird because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there can be no atonement for sin. So, but, you know, regardless. So, yeah, they, they go through, they don't really observe the Old Testament. They observe rabbinic teaching, the Talmud, which is not friendly to Christ. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, we, we really don't have much in common. Yeah. I say Brother Nathaniel is rubbing off on you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree that we need to go to the Orthodox Church, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, I guess, sort of, you know, my simplistic would just be, how do you, how could we have anything in common with Judaism when they reject the central belief of the faith, of Christianity, of Jesus? Yeah. So. Yeah. So there we go. Well, I I think Fox News will continue to use it. I don't know if Robert, Rupert Murdoch is Jewish or not. I I assume so. Yeah, Probably. But I don't think he is involved anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, His liberal sons are. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Garrick, why don't we wrap this up with <laughs> NFL, the Super Bowl approaches. Mm-hmm. We're in the divisional round, and we saw Baltimore beat up on Houston. Yeah. yeah. Detroit won last week. Any predictions uh, this week? I'm going to say that the Niners win, Mm -hmm. the Lions win, and the... I I think it's going to be... And the Bills win. I I think it's going to be all the home teams. All the home teams. And then for the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Lions and the Bills. Yeah! (laughs) Can you imagine if that happened? Yeah, no, I think it's going to be the Niners and the, the Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably more likely. <laughs> but hey, you know the Bills? Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. They were 6-6. Six and six. They look pretty much dead. Yeah. And they then, made a run. Yeah. End up second seed. But I'll tell you what, Miami, I bet they really wish that they <laughs> had won that last game against the Bills. Yeah. Instead of playing in Miami, where it's 83, now you get to go to Kansas City, where it's 11 below. Yeah. Yeah, that was a huge, huge mistake for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how some cities are really passionate, like Buffalo, Kansas City, and Green Bay, and then Miami, half the stadium is Bills fans. Yeah. And they've never really funny. had big support. It's like, hmm, maybe everyone's it's like too nice there to care about football. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, a lot of Hispanics. Yeah. Are you saying Hispanics can't be football fans, Garrick? I think they probably just prefer soccer. Yeah, it might be right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let us know what you think on Rumble and Locals, and we will read your comments next time. And uh, we'll see what happens here in 2024. It's going to be a blockbuster or ball-busting year. Yes, a lot at stake. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time.